Tis the season for clean balls. Fa la 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 la. Our friends at Manscaped are helping you clear your driveway for safe travels this holiday season. From stocking stuffers to white elephants, Manscaped's products are at the top of every wish list. Grab some crop mops for your pops or the body buffer for the holiday lover. Win this year's white elephant gift and help all the men in your life go from eggnog to nice hog this December by going to manscaped.com and using promo code FRATCHAT for 20% off plus free shipping. Ho, 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 bitches. It kind of looks like Rick Ross in your sweater a little bit. Oh, re- oh really? <laughs> this whole thing? Ho, ho, ho. It does, it does say ho, ho, ho on it. Black Santa is so much cooler than White Santa. I had never seen Black Santa till now on this illustration of Stretcher, and I like I'm down to make the official change. You know what? I don't think Santa is black or white. I think he's indigenous of the Arctic region. I don't uh, think well, it's he, appropriate to like say a... Eskimo anymore. I think you're supposed to say Inuit, right? Well, well, he, but if he lives on the Santa's North Pole. A white guy, though. <laughs> his, Why? He's a Ger- yeah, Santa. He's based on a he's, he's Saint Nicholas, a German guy. He used to give people gifts, and then somewhere in the story, he decided to move to the North Pole for Santa Claus. Oh, but yeah, he's a big German. Oh, guy. then he's like real white. Super then. white. Forget what I said. Super white. <laughs> <laughs> he's really white. <laughs> he is about as white as they go. <laughs> he wears khakis all year round, except for the one day of the year where he wears the red suit. He's from Germany. <laughs> he, does, he doesn't share a lot of the same values that they used to share in Germany, does he? No, 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 no. no. He's, he, he's cool. But then, to be fair, he doesn't give the Jewish kids gifts. I was just so. about to say that. <laughs> <You know? laughs> he's like, I like to give, but only to those who but not to the Jews. are deserving. Oh, Santa, that's not nice. <laughs> oh, God, Santa's oh getting God. canceled. Yikes. All right, all right we're going to do this in uh, three, two, one. What are you doing? Testies in my mouth. Get on the ground, you fucking pledge. Ew. Welcome to the greatest podcast experience of your life. This is the Frat Chat Podcast. All young men like three things. Featuring Carlos Garcia and Chris Yeah, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the greatest podcast in the history of podcasting time. It's the Frat Chat Podcast. I'm Carlos Garcia with Chris Simo Moore. How's it going, Mr. Mo? Hola, I'm good. I'm good. Thanks. How are you, Carlos? Oh, I am living the dream. We are recording this on a beautiful Saturday, December 24th. It's a little chilly. It's a little cold. But in Venezuela, today is our Christmas day. So I will um, Today is yes. Christmas day this is when you you exchange presents at midnight at midnight which i guess technically makes it the 25th when we exchange the gifts because it's midnight but we like we're gonna eat and stuff and do everything okay cooking to do when we're done uh probably drink too much and then tomorrow christmas day i'll probably just be hung over in bed is is julie with you no she'll be here on monday the 26th so a day okay this baby goes out i just want to know what julie's 
um, uh, what her opinion is on all of the um, figurines in that room behind you. Oh, Jesus. Well, she is half Jewish, so she like half of her can stand in the room without Jesus <laughs> without burning. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, I know it's Jesus's birthday tomorrow. So, which Jesus behind you is going to celebrate? Which one's your favorite? I'm not gonna lie. I'm partial to you see right here this tall, tall Jesus right here. Yeah, you like him big. <laughs> I, I get it. <laughs> and you kind of, I don't know, like if you see Jesus. Uh, hold on, my finger. There we go. This little one over here kind of looks like hipster Jesus, and I'm like, I don't know. This Jesus looks like he's gonna sell me weed. And what tall Jesus over there? Or uh, uh, there, <laughs> tall Jesus looks like he's about to kick some ass. Maybe offer me some cocaine instead. Like, it looks like you're about something. to eat some ass too. Hey yo. <laughs> yeah, that Jesus is wild. I like I them know. tall and girthy. Me that's, that's too. Why in, that's why he's in the back corner because I can't hang out with that Jesus anymore. Too many, too many things. <laughs> I gotcha. And then, so do in Venezuelan culture, do you guys exchange gifts on January like fifth, six? We do six, six. That's three Magic Kings Day. And supposedly, wait, they're magic. Yeah, well, uh, that's what I they said in the Bible. I think they were just like three dudes on camels. But they were. I mean, they were. I guess they were magic for the times. They were just rich dudes and their camels. You know what I mean? But they were led to Jesus, supposedly, by, like, a star. A star. So, uh -huh. like, I mean, that's fucking witchcraft. They should, those guys should have been burnt. <laughs> that's well, just me. What? If you're a star the... led you here? Burn them! <laughs> well, I think they teach you, like, in Boy Scouts to, like, follow the North Star and... And to yeah, not not to a little boy at the end of it. Like what? Uh, or maybe <laughs> or maybe. <laughs> or maybe they do. Maybe they do. That's the whole Boy Scout scandals. <laughs> yeah. <Ooh. Yikes. laughs> Gentlemen, you wouldn't walk out of the house wearing a trash bag, would you? Okay, I did it one time. Oh, we're doing the ad. Well, sorry. Uh, carry on. Well, every time you wear one of those shirts you found in the dusty aisle of whatever department store had the best clearance sale, that's exactly what you're doing. Most men never learn how to shop for clothes that actually make them look good. Luckily, True Classic is here to help. We want you to level up your t-shirt game and save with our exclusive deal for our listeners. For a limited time only, get 25% off True Classic with our exclusive link, trueclassic.com slash fratchat. My nose is less swollen, but it's still swollen. Yeah, it does look good. It looks a little bit better, but I can still feel how swollen it is right here. But it doesn't look like you got work done, so that's good. Which I have to oh, say. Thank is... God, but I still, I can't breathe. Ugh. I'm like. However, uh, Julie actually brought up a good point, which is uh, the night that we had the show last, the greatest comedy show, you had just gotten your bandages off. And apparently on your story is you putting a spoon up to your nose and like sticking it there. Like, ah, it's like, what the fuck? And she's like, he's playing with his nose. <laughs> uh, well, let Julie know that I really can't feel my face. And when you drink on painkillers, anything can happen. That's my explanation of that. 
That's um, also Ro- Roseanne Barr's explanation of that. Uh, <laughs> but you know what? So she's I, off TV. <laughs> I think about my my doctor. He said right before surgery, he said, "We can do this. We can do this. We can do this." He even offered to like, um, cut each of my nostrils and make them smaller. And I was like, "I I don't care about that." And I said, I just want to breathe better. And he yes, said, well, we can do this, this, ugly, this. And then, um, <laughs> and then I said, can I just ask you a question? He's like, sure. I said, if I already can't breathe through my nose and you make my nose smaller, won't yeah. that make my breathing even harder? And he was like, no. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to ask this again. But I really want you to think about what I'm asking. <laughs> like, if it's yeah. smaller, won't it be more restricted airflow? Said, not necessarily. I said, okay, I guess we'll, well see. Can you give me some fucking reasons, sir? That's why you get paid a lot of money to do this. Like what? Oh, <laughs> yeah, that, what that's a something mess. doesn't make sense. Unless they like drill through here. Because if you, this is something weird I find out. If you push up on your cheekbones here and breathe, it like un- clears up your nostrils. Or you just go like this. You pull your like face to the side. Just go yeah. pull on either side. Oh, hello. <laughs> this is this is like what I look like in 20 years when I get that first facelift. <laughs> hey, welcome back to the Fracket Podcast, <laughs> season 53. First facelift. How many facelifts do you plan on getting? Well, you know, uh, depends how old I get and uh, into old Hollywood. Like uh, like Michael Douglas's dad, Kirk Douglas, was like 103, and I don't. I'm pretty sure he was like barely alive, and they would just wheel him out. With this like freshly done facelift, <laughs> and his face looked great. Well, I'm pretty sure I'll be getting a facelift before you, considering I am the plastic surgery yeah. guru, and so For I'll sure. make sure that you have uh, a good reference. Like I say, I'm lucky with my Spanish genes; we uh, seem to age pretty well. So, sorry, white people. <laughs> You're not wrong, but you know what though? Julia, Is I'm it like, the Spanish mm. genes? The Spaniards, or is it potentially indigenous blood that's that's you making you age better? Because you might have a mix of a little bit of both. Yeah, I definitely have a little bit of both, for sure. Uh, actually, you're right. Because now that I think of it, do Spanish people from Spain age that well? And I don't think that necessarily do. Yeah, you're right. Well, I think in Spain they take a lot of naps. So my assumption sure. is that... um. If that's the case, if they're well rested, then maybe they age a little bit better. We work too hard in in, in the states. However, I feel like sometimes when I take a nap, I wake up crabby as fuck. You know what I mean? So I feel like half of Spain has to be a dick. So you have to go back to work after a nap. Like, shut up! Leave me alone! I need my coffee. I have to take my lunch breaks last, and I and I and I phrase it to my team like, you know what? In the military, the um, sergeant's going to take his lunch break after everyone else. You know, it's when you're in a, a position of leadership, you make sure that everyone else is taken account of first and then you, you, you help yourself. And everyone's like, oh, okay, that's nice. But really I had to eat late because I get tired afterwards. And like, <laughs> if I eat early, the rest of my day is just fucked. <laughs> make sure to really shut out the whole general thing. He's like wearing a military outfit at the job. They're like, uh, we get it. You're cool. <laughs> I used Somebody to carry around a um a, a whistle and a stopwatch in the old serious? CMO trainer days. Yeah. Oh my god. 
Well, if I was teaching pre-testing equipment, I would say, okay, guys, looks like you're averaging about 15 minutes for all of these machines. I need these all completed and I need reliable data from each of these machines in less than eight minutes. Okay, go, 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 go. Woo, woo. And we'll whistle, you know, and like, oh, God. I was psycho. I was effective. I was psycho. I would hate you so much. <laughs> I would, yeah, I would, probably. I would definitely have farted on your sandwich every day. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear about the woman who got arrested because um, she quit and she took a dump on her boss's desk? Oh, God, no. That's amazing, though. That is like my dream. Our hero of the week. Now, my question of that is... Did she have that packing the whole time? You know what I mean? Did she know she was going to get fired? And she's like, oh, I'm going to eat the fuck out of Let me see if I can find that article real quick. Okay, oh, so. Or woman like an anger poop. Oops. Like, oh, you're going to fire me? And then her stomach was like, we'll show them. <laughs> on. Poops. On. I got to bet you this, this is Florida. This is definitely Florida. Okay. Um. Let's see. Um, oh, so she won the lottery. Oh, yes. I, I have the story here for Snopes. Oh, it, it's actually in, two, in 2020. January 10, 2020. So it says here, it, I'm, I'm looking at um, iHeart.com. It says a 41-year-old woman had the winning lottery ticket worth over $3 million on Friday night but showed up to work anyway on Monday to deliver one last package. The courier company had no idea of her winnings. I knew something was wrong because I came back from lunch and the door to my office was closed, said the manager. I slowly opened the door to discover the woman with her pants around her ankles hunched over my desk like a hippopotamus <laughs> cheetah dropping a massive poo on my desk. She shot her head towards me and locked eyes. I was frozen in shock and fear. In my peripheral vision, I saw a huge mud monkey sliming out of her butt like Play-Doh Fun Factory. <laughs> oh, God. That's like very descriptive. Oh, and then she was quoted on to saying it was worth it. She also said, oh. on Friday when I realized I hit the lotto, I knew this would be the first thing I would do. I had every Mexican food truck and saved my dumps all weekend. I was shuffling around like a death row inmate trying not to explode. I've been putting up with that guy's shit for years. It's time he put Ray, up with some We're of getting mine. bamboozled. Ooh. It's fake. It's fake. I, it's fake? Uh, yeah, I'm on Snopes. The, the story apparently has become so big that it made it on Snopes. And uh, apparently there's no truth to it. The oh, no. Valley Report is an entertainment website that does not publish factual stories. And uh, the mugshot is from another case uh, that happened in Connecticut who was arrested. This woman was arrested in connection with hypodermic needles found in an elementary school playground, which is way worse. Honestly, I don't know. uh, I I don't know if you want, if you're this woman, would you want your face associated with leaving hypodermic needles in the school playground or taking a shit on someone's desk? I don't know. That's tough. I would rather go the fake news. I think. Because at least I don't look like I'm endangered children. But you know, I don't really love needles, but if there's Botox in them, 
Sign me up. <laughs> Steve and Trevor <laughs> Farrell landed on some Botox. That's what, that's what happened. Either that or a dick. I'll take either one. <laughs> Whoops. Slip fell on a dick. <laughs> Who knew it would have been possible? But, well, yep. Support for today's episode comes from Vincera Collective. If you're familiar with Vincera yet, then what are you doing, man? They make exceptionally crafted and stylish watches at affordable prices. Other premium handcrafted watches have these insane markups. It's crazy. Now you can finally own a high quality and lasting timepiece without going broke. And the best part, listeners of this podcast are getting hooked up, man. That's what we do. We hook it up because we're cool with them. We're cool with Vincero. We're like this. We're very tight. So now you're getting hooked up to save even more with the biggest discount they offer. So if you're looking for the perfect accessory to help elevate your style, for a limited time only, get 20% off plus free shipping site-wide with your exclusive promo code FRATCHAT at VinceroCollective.com. Um, so um, speaking of uh, news stories, do you have an idiot of the week? Oh, yes, we do, Mr. Mao. And speaking of dicks, too, because this next one, this next idiot of the week comes from one of the biggest dicks in America right now. And it is the My Pillow guy, Mike Lindell, who is now back on the headlines, this time questioning election results in Florida saying that he does not believe that uh, Ron DeSantis actually won uh, his re-election bid. Uh, now, note, this guy's a big Trump guy. He loves Big Daddy Trump. He's, he's, that's, that's his guy. But uh, When you said the- my pillow, that's his company, right? He has a company? Yep, yep, yep. That's, okay. that's his company. And his, you can see his ads run a lot on like Fox News and Fox related syndication things. Uh, he's pretty big on that network ever since the whole Trump thing. But this is the first time, and no, this guy actually was seen after the whole January 6th thing. He showed up to the White House with like papers uh, that were, the photographers zoomed in and it shown that he was like trying to get Trump to declare martial law and all kinds of crazy, crazy shit. Uh, and he's been saying that, you know, the Democrats stole the elections, blah, blah, blah. But this is the first time he's gone on to say that a Republican has stolen an election. And uh, oh wow, saying, I love when they turn on each other. Yeah, they all turn right? on each other. And now he's saying that there's no way that uh, DeSantis won the Miami-Dade County because that typically uh, goes re- a Democrat. And uh, this time it swung over to uh, DeSantis by 11 points. And he's just like making this big stink about it. But here's the thing: I know he's doing it to pledge allegiance to Papa Trump. But this guy already lost so much business over January 6th and all the bullshit that he's pulling. And literally the only thing he has left is that Fox News is massive and they air his bullshit and, and, and all their syndicated channels air his bullshit. But they love DeSantis. So literally, dude, like, you have, you're hanging on by a thread here, man. If Fox mm-hmm. News decides to cancel your ass, you're done. No one's going to buy your stupid fucking pillows. You look like a goddamn pedophile as it is. I don't want to fucking buy pillows. You know, DeSantis <laughs> says all the horrible things that Fox News listeners love to hear. He they hates, love it. Exactly. He hates vaccinations. He doesn't believe, he doesn't think you should say the word slavery in school. You shouldn't say the word gay. 
in school or even at all um he doesn't believe in the holocaust i mean he's just like a piece of work but the thing he's missing is that if you watch him speak uh he's not very charismatic at all and he looks like he's like terrified of public speaking he's a very bad speaker he's like he says all this big shit but i think he's one of those like keyboard warriors that rather send a statement because when he's actually talking he's like looking down like um you guys uh i hate shoes you know and uh we should definitely not teach kids that black people ever did anything good. And he's like looking down and runs away. It's like, dude, what? That's he's mess. wearing his little his little white boots and stuff. <laughs> so he's the worst. But he's does he lacks that charisma where I think he do, he'll keep doing fine in Florida. But when he tries to be president, that's gonna come bite him in the ass. Because that's when Trump came in. You can you can say what you want about Trump. He's a dumbass, but the guy could you know sell a crowd on some bullshit as he could do in his rallies and he's sitting there like hello oh yeah i'm here i'm big daddy trump okay i'm so much better than obama better than, than lincoln better than washington look at me look at me dance could washington dance like this oh yeah look at me go look at me it's like the scientists can't do that shit so i don't know if he'll do well but he does have all the republican support right now he is their new star and my pillow guy you need to fucking Learn and know your goddamn role, buddy, because this is not going to go well. That's some dumbass moves. Uh, if you want to keep making money, stop fucking biting the hand that feeds you. But I'm all for this uh, little infighting because, I mean, I give two shits about those people. But, you know, seems pretty idiotic, my pillow guy. So that's why um, you are my idiot of the week. Well, just having the nickname my pillow guy just... I don't know. You you know you ever heard of a pillow queen? Yes. That's that's a that's a I guess a, a lady that that likes to bite the pillow and or I guess a guy too, it could be a gay guy that just likes to <laughs> sit back and enjoy getting his ass eaten out. Do you think that's that's this case? I feel like Do you uh... think he's called my pillow because he likes to just lay back on a pillow and have um gentleman callers eat his butthole out? No, this guy looks like he does the eating. For <laughs> sure. <laughs> At least that that's what his breath suggests. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he definitely has uh, Trump's ass makeup, like, right on his nose. <laughs> I'm eating that ass. Yummy. Uh, and it tastes like birders, hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> With ketchup. Okay, Do you ketchup. think Trump's going to go to jail? I feel like rich people I never think, go to jail. I think that he'll get convicted to go to jail, but he is in such horrible shape from his awful, unhealthy life that I do think that all the bullshit's going to catch up to him and his heart's going to explode <laughs> or something like that. I don't think he'll see a day in jail. I think he'll like have a heart attack or something like, oh, I'm going down. Okay. And boom. I feel like I've learned throughout the years that if you have a lot of money, then you're not held accountable for anything. But then I think about Martha Stewart went to jail mm -hmm. for something that I thought was petty. Mm -hmm. So here's if thing. she went to jail, Donald Trump should go to jail. And well, it wasn't petty per se. It was, she was, you know, insider trading is pretty bad. <laughs> um, yeah. But, but I think comparatively, you know, no one died from that. The insurrection, five people died. Oh, yeah, 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 for 
for sure. Trump should definitely go to jail for January 6th, but I think she definitely should have gone to jail for that because a lot of people lost their money. You know what, though? I always feel like... But, but I feel like Trump could use it like she did and come out of jail and like then get a TV show with Snoop Dogg. It's like, oh, yeah, let's crip walk, brother. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> I always feel like... I only think that people should be locked up if they're like a danger to the community. So if if they're not a danger to community, like I don't necessarily feel safer in my bed at night knowing that someone like Martha Stewart was like behind bars. I do think that they need to pay the price in some capacity, whether it's yeah. community service and or fines and whatnot. But um, but that's bullshit. No way, man. You have these rich people who stole their money, all this money. What do you do? You take away all their comforts. You don't fucking send them back to the country club to write a check. Because the regular people can't do that shit. You fucking get shoplifting at Walmart enough, they send your ass to jail. They don't fucking Yeah, but that comes out of the taxpayers' money to house them. Ah, hell yeah. Well, I'd rather pay for this asshole to sit in jail after they're already stolen all of our money from the market anyways than I would to just lose my money and then sit in from the country club just getting away with it. Fuck that. I Fuck understand. That. And she learned her lesson. She fucking... Learned her lesson. Look at her. Never doing that shit again. Because <laughs> so, it's like, here's the thing. Like, someone like Bernie Madoff, who took, like, all these, like, innocent people's monies, like, retirement funds, all this shit. Like, what, what do you do with that guy if you don't send him to jail? Fuck that. Those people need to pay. In fact, like, they need to get charges, I think, bigger than, like, a weed crime. Like, if I'm fucking buying weed and I'm sitting in jail... We're doing something that affects no one but myself. Meanwhile, some asshole sitting in their country club after literally stealing like hundreds of people's money. Nah, man, fuck that. I think there should be stiffer crimes, stiffer penalties. Because you know what you're doing when you're doing shit like that. Smoking yeah, a blunt, studying jail. You know, in the old days, like in the Middle East, if if you steal, they cut off a hand. The old days, they still do that. What are you talking about? Well, you know. Maybe we should consider some and cultural diffusion. And I'm pretty sure you've got those this ways. old days from watching Aladdin, and that's how they get. <laughs> oh, yeah, Aladdin that is true. <laughs> I knew it. That's true. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I love a good Disney reference. <laughs> and that's how they fell in love. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right, so what's oh. on the agenda today? Well, Mr. Mo, it is time. It is time. It is time for our final episode of new content of the year because we are coming at you guys uh, next week with a little best of. It's going to be great. We've had a very long and awesome, hilarious season. So uh, tell a friend about this coming next episodes because it's going to be good times. And we're going to be gearing up for season five, ladies and gents, where we're going live. The show's going to be available on our YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash at Frat Chat Podcast. Awesome. It's going to be great. Tune in. You'll be able to see us live and uncircumcised. He's uncut, baby. Uh, Ew. <laughs> extra content that you don't get to hear. We're on going YouTube, snorkeling. So. Yeah, buddy. So you can check out our boat. Check us out up here, right here live on all your podcasting networks where you listen to us now. And you can also go on YouTube and check us out in person. And see maybe some things that are too, too, too crazy, too wild to make the air on here. But with that being said, this is always my one of my favorite times of the year, you guys, because we say a lot of things 
here at the Franchise Podcast. We're making fun of a lot of people. Our faces. Like the uncircumcised ones. Yes. Yes, exactly. So you know, so snorkeling is when you pull your foreskin over someone's nose and dunk them in water. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds awful. <laughs> I don't know if that was possible, but uh, I might have to try it. Yeah. Uh, so we say some things here at the Fat Chat Podcast. Some things, as Steve himself has described, as problematic. So... We don't want to be canceled, you know what I mean? We want to end it up on the big time soon. With that being said, we have to make sure that the world knows that we're sorry for a few things. A few things that we've said this year. So this is why we're here for another edition of the Frat Chat Podcast official Apology Tour 2K22. Oh yeah. Time to say we're sorry, guys. Time to say we're sorry. I'm semi-sorry about some of these. I think some of these require <laughs> explanations. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I fair. feel like I have to mention some of these things as I got some negative feedback. And I do think that some of the people that complained are a little sensitive. A little. Okay. So uh-huh. It's them, not you. Got it. Correct. This is... This apology tour is starting out great, you guys. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so you go first. It's not us, it's you guys. I'm not ready. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so, up first, I got to take a second to apologize to uh, one, of, one of our favorite TV networks growing up here at the Frat Chat Podcast, and that's Nickelodeon. And I have to say I'm sorry for taking your classic Nickelodeon theme that brought us so much joy during our formative years and using it to reference a teeny tiny poop that was stuck dangling on my asshole that would not come out. And I was like, Why wouldn't it come out? Was it scared? It was just stuck. You know what I mean? When you were like pushing and this teeny tiny poop won't come out and it just like hangs there. Damn it, I did it again. You have to lure it out. You have to whisper sweet nothings into your butthole. I have patience. And, uh, you know, I just feel like I owed that classic theme some more respect than I showed it. Yes. But that reference, just like that dangling little poop, was just something that I literally just had to pull out of my ass. I didn't mean it. So I'm sorry, Nick. I love you. Did, you should have said, hey, little poop. Well, first you should name the poop. <laughs> but then you, you get say, too attached. You still hey there, you little rug rat. Are you afraid of the dark? <laughs> I'm here all night. Comes, comes out like <laughs> <laughs> So I'm sorry, Nick. Uh, you provided me so much entertainment, and here I am comparing you to literal shit. I gotta tell you guys, I freaking loved Manscaped, and my friends and family do too. Is your dad's bush poking through his holiday tidy whities Well, get him the lawnmower 4.0, people. Is your grandpa Joe known for having really long and old balls? Well, get him the Manscaped ball toner. The possibilities are endless. Manscaped is a one-stop shop for all your holiday needs. They have the perfect gift in the Platinum Package 4.0, plus loads of little presents, perfect for stocking stuffers. What better holiday gift than giving the gift of good hygiene and a few laughs? 
Manscaped offers a handful of their liquid formulations, shampoos, body washes, upstairs and downstairs deodorant, gels, exfoliants, absolutely everything they could need to keep it clean. And don't let their chestnuts roast in the wrong boxers, people. Get them a pair of Manscaped boxers, specially made to keep the area cool and provide holiday comfort all year round. And now that you've gifted them the perfect privates, go beyond the groan with Manscaped's full-body product line. Dad has nasty nose hairs? Save his life with the Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer. Plus, the Shears 2.0 is their full kit for nail care with scissors, clippers, tweezers, and a file for the traveling man. And also, there's the new Persevere Cologne that brings the light, breezy, woodsy feel and gives that fresh tree scent even after the holidays are over. Still using a loofah? Introducing the Body Buffer. Because I don't know if you guys know this, but loofahs actually hold bacteria from dead skin. Ew! Help them throw out that disgusting old loofah and get the body scrubber that feels smoother but acts tougher. And lastly, top off the stockings with the crown jewel for their family jewels, the Lawnmower 4.0. The electric razor's advanced skin safe technology is a life changer and known for reducing nicks and cuts on his Santa sack. Manscaped is here to make holiday shopping a blast by giving products to love and make them laugh. Get 20% off your free shipping with the promo code FRATCHAT at manscaped.com. That's 20% off your free shipping at manscaped.com and use promo code FRATCHAT. Manscaped, for a perfect gift that will be the holiday's biggest hit. But okay, I have, to, I have a confession to make. Go on. I used to have a big crush on Chucky's dad on Rugrats. What? Ew. <laughs> I thought, really? I just, thought, I just always thought he was so sexy. Him <laughs> and his ginger stash. Oh my god, this guy! How is how is this guy sexy? He wore like overalls. I don't know. There's something about him. I thought yes. Okay, daddy. He looks like a zaddy. Yeah. <laughs> and his big old glasses. He's like a fucking nerd. I think you should take a time to Google him right now and reconsider this crush. Look at him. Okay, Chaz so say, Finster. Chaz Finster. Yeah. I you don't still know. go Just for it. Something kind of sexy about him. <laughs> he looks like he'd whisper sweet nothings into your ear, like, hey, you want me to lick your asshole? <laughs> I always just, he just strikes me as like a very artsy type. Um, I, I just feel like he'd be funny. And and uh, playfully sophisticated. I don't know. <laughs> it looks like uh, he'd have his pinky up while he sticks inside your butthole. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> mm, delicious. I don't know. <laughs> so I think maybe deep down my um, – well, this isn't on my list, gingers. But, you know, maybe I'm a little tough on gingers. I think it's because I have a little gingivitis myself yeah. that I just don't want to acknowledge because I, I was looking like, at my hair. My hair almost looks a little red, right? A little. You're definitely one of them now. Uh, Am I? I feel, like, I feel like it's. I feel like it's kind of like you know, like Hitler was uh, like one eighth Jewish, but he didn't want anyone to know. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> you're comparing me to that person? Wow. 
<laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> well, there are a few um, redheads I actually think are pretty cute. Okay, so here's first on my list. Um, I want to apologize for saying that Marjorie Taylor Greene is a nice piece of ass because I'm sure that she isn't. So for a lot of people who said that I shouldn't be talking about a woman in that sense, um, you know, I don't really think of Marjorie Taylor Greene as a woman. I think of her as a monster. Uh, so I'm sorry if objectifying her hurt people's feelings. Um, but I would much rather in lieu of object- objectifying her, um, firmly place my foot in her ass. So oh. next time, <clears throat> but not in, a sexy way, you guys. <laughs> yeah. So next time in lieu of, of talking about her body, uh, I would just, um, refrain from doing so. And, uh, the first chance I get to spit on her, I'm going to take it. Thanks guys. <laughs> Over and out. <laughs> That's my first apology. Oh Lord. Marjorie. I never thought she would be, uh, you're first, but I think you're right, Mr. Val. I'm not sorry to her. I'm sorry to the people yeah. who are like, you like, she's a human and you shouldn't say things like that. She's barely a human. Yeah, yes, she's a monster. She has she's a heartbeat a and I guess she's breathing. Um, but other than that, she's a fucking troll. Yeah, it's a pretty bad human. Just talking about Hitler. He's a human. Fuck him. <laughs> Fuck know? her. She's a monster. She's Ugh. she's honestly the the things that she says are like past the point of like funny problematic. It's just wrong, and she knows that what she's doing. There's no way she doesn't. She's just using it to get power. So fuck that. Not, not about that shit. Yeah, not she's about awful. That look. So yes, we will never refer to her in a sexy, sexy way. Uh, we'll just refer to her in an asshole, asshole way. Correct. First impressions are important, and this shirt you're wearing is where the eye immediately goes to. Have you thought about upgrading? There are some men who just always look good in t-shirts. Most companies make shirts for those guys and forget everyone else with a normal body. True Classic designed tees to make all the fellas out there feel confident in their clothing, from gym rats to dad bods. With True Classic shirts, you'll get lots of nods. It's tough to find a nice-fitting tee for a good price. Cheap shirts are usually too tight around the tummy or too loose around the guns, brother. That's where True Classic comes in. True Classic will make you feel your best by accentuating the places your eye goes to first. Wink, wink. These tees taper off towards the bottom, but they fit tighter around the chest and shoulders. This is a desirable look that can be achieved with every body type. They give you the wide shoulder and tapered bottom that we're all looking for, and the quality is elite. True Classic offers other menswear as well, ranging from polos to workout shirts to boxer briefs designed to cradle your boys and eliminate discomfort. And they make it super easy to build out your wardrobe with premium True Classic quality. And if you purchase a six-pack or even a three-pack, the price per shirt is far more reasonable than any of those marked-up premium bands you see floating around. And for our listeners who are well endowed, they have long options for the tall guys and up to XXXL. True Classic also has a 100% risk-free guarantee with a 30-day return policy. 
The response to these teas are overwhelmingly positive with over 70,000 five-star reviews. It's no wonder these shirts are quickly becoming men's go-to. Skinny dudes, big dudes, buff dudes, my dudes dudes, True Classic has you covered. Get 25% off at trueclassic.com slash fratchat. Free shipping included on purchases over $100. That's 25% off at trueclassic.com slash fratchat. Stay classy with True Classic. So, up next for me, I'm going to talk about one that... Uh, I feel like we do talk about a lot and even came up earlier today. It is the good people in the state of Florida. Sorry, Florida, for constantly ripping on you and everything you do here on the Frat Chat Podcast. You're supposed to be America's wang. Yet here we are making you the butt of our jokes. And uh, <laughs> I mean, you, you kind of bring it on yourself. You know what I mean? You kind of really do. But, uh, you know, I feel like maybe. I should uh, tone it down a little bit, maybe make fun of New Jersey again some more. So it's just so you guys don't get sick of it. Because I've had so many good times in Florida. You know what I mean? Like your laissez-faire, don't give a damn, do crack cocaine in a Walmart attitude does fare well for a spring breaker like Carlos Garcia back in his college days. I've had some good times there. Panama City. Yeah, buddy. Uh, And Daytona Beach. So, you know, it's good times. However, that being said, you know, some of your people really got to sit it down now. I mean, like, you got to stop giving me so much content. This is a comedy show, always constantly looking for content. So maybe, you know, sum it down now. Don't have that seventh Bud Light in six hours. Just, you know, sum it down now. (laughs) If you could replace Florida with a different territory as the 50th state, what would it be? Hmm. And it could be from anywhere, like the U.S. just annexes somewhere. Um, I mean, well, we have a lot of territories. Like the the U.S. Uh, Virgin Islands, I think, would be a nice candidate. Um, uh, Puerto Rico. We should call Cuba and be like, "Hey guys, do you want Florida? You can have it. Let's just trade Florida for some avocados. Can you imagine how <laughs> upset you would be if you lived in Florida? Like you just sold us for avocados? Yeah." <laughs> best avocados <laughs> oh man however to be fair uh, my people in Venezuela do make great avocados but don't get any ideas Uncle Sam you're not having or avocados you know a Dominican avocado is like this big and then a, a regular yeah, yeah, yeah. avocado is like this big yeah Venezuela our avocados are like that big they're massive really? then I came man. here and saw you Americans with your Little bitty avocados and your giant pickup trucks to overcompensate for them. <laughs> I think the little itty bitty com- avocados is coming from Japan and not America. Oh, Trust sure, me. sure, sure. Trust that. <laughs> I don't know about that. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Japan. Oy vey. Okay, so <laughs> are, are are you apologizing in Florida because we're such good friends with Ron, or is that irrelevant? <laughs> Uh, that's kind of relevant in some ways because uh, if anybody makes fun of Florida, it's Ron. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> he's, dropped, he's dropped the hard R word on Floridians. So uh-huh. <laughs> I, I can't. <laughs> I feel like I don't need to apologize. So, Florida, <laughs> we are sorry. We understand you woke up this morning, you sat on that folding outdoor patio furniture in your living room and you burst through it and you're really <laughs> upset. 
and you already having a bad day and i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry that the plumbing in your mobile home is backed up for the holidays the shitter is full and i'm sorry you have a lot on your plates Sorry you had those bath salts. Have a good time. You ended up eating that hobo's face off. Yeah. Very sorry. <laughs> oh, Better God. luck next time. Okay. Better luck next time. So got? I never I never heard of it as like the penis of America, but it does look a little. <laughs> uh, Homer Simpson called it America's wang. I can't take credit for that. Uh, well, yes. Homer is brilliant. Okay. My next one is, um, okay, so a lot of people got upset when I, we had a Halloween episode and I made a comment about maybe you could carry around a cage with some, um, like, dolls in it and you could be Border Patrol. (laughs) And um, this is what I have to say about that. I have an explanation for this. Oh, I'm not making I'm not making light of anyone's experience. No, but when no. you have but when you have a microphone, you have a platform. Yes. And, and so no one, talk, no one talks about this. And I had a lot of people say to me, like, it's not fair to make those types of accusations. Those aren't accusations, that's real life. And it's still happening. And so what happens uh in this administration is that if a family comes to the border they'll say listen we can't let you all in but if you want to go back to where you came from and send your children we will accept the children and so they they all have like a a policy they will take the kids and then they get filtered through the system and then the kids may not be reunited with their family again and so the kids um are shuffled off family can't find them and that is what's still happening in america along our borders uh, it's not necessarily cages at the moment. They're like little houses that they use as like cages. And I don't think people like to talk about things that are ugly in America. And there's a lot of ugliness in America. So my intention, if any, if anyone, if anyone felt that I was making light of that situation, I'm sorry for that. That's not my intention. But my intention is to bring up things that are a little uncomfortable to remind people that we have a lot of work to do in America. So you got it, guys. Yusima was taking a stand. So taking a stand. By putting little uh, Furbies in a cage, you know. Just... <laughs> Help me! <laughs> oh Lord, that's good though. That's good though. And uh, you also had in that same breath another costume. <laughs> that was. Oh, I said that maybe you could take like a doll and tie it around your waist and you can dress up like a like a priest. <laughs> and that's another stance that, you know, listen, I believe what you want to believe. That's all great for you. But there is something fundamentally wrong with the Catholic Church in uh, the way that they handle... <laughs> They're diddlers. <laughs> I, just, yeah. I just don't understand why it's so common. I don't understand. Like my grandma would always say, like, like she would always donate at least ten percent of all their funds to the church, and um, and I would say to her, a lot of that money is getting sent to like lawyer fees and settlements and like yeah. non-disclosure agreements. Like, like that's that's and wrong. Resettling the priests and giving them a fucking apartment somewhere else and a new church and shit. Yeah. So I just think that there needs to be some quality control, some 
some internal audits or something, but uh, that is a problem. So when I mention that, am I am I coming after um, Catholics? No, but I'm not making anything up. Read the news. Yeah, There's a lot yeah, of fucked seriously. up priests out there. So seriously. I'm sorry if my comment was insensitive. I'm not saying all priests are bad. No, there's some good priests out there. But I also know there are some diddlers out there and mm-hmm. um uh and I and I did poke fun at that. Well when uh Jared Fogel gets out of jail he can find himself as a spokesperson for a new organization. <laughs> Move over to Subway, say hello to the Catholic uh-huh, Church. Uh-huh. <laughs> From six inches to six inches, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I've always loved a good watch. The problem is I could never afford anything I loved. Everything I wanted would cost from the high hundreds to thousands of dollars. It was not cool, man. However, my life changed when I found Vincera Collective. For example, I just wore their Cairo mesh watch in the Mate black color at a wedding. It's sorry to the bride, but all eyes were on me, man. I felt so cool. And the watch cost under $200. No one could believe it. Vincero Collective is a premium lifestyle brand out of San Diego that also makes high quality and affordable sunglasses, jewelry, and more. Vincero Collective is known for their exceptionally crafted and ethically made products for today's most ambitious people. Yeah, that's right. That's some modern pieces that upgrade your look and stand the test of time. Now, there are three words that come to mind when I think of their products. Number one, stylish. Number two, quality. Number three, versatility. And number four, technically, but that's not really a word. It's just like an awesome reaction I get when I see their products. But again, I couldn't count it as words, so I just stick to stick to those three. Those are three good words. Vincero also designs everything in-house. They source their own materials, and they produce in small batches. It's not these mass-produced things that you see out there being pumped out of a factory line that lowers their quality. No! They're committed to doing things well or not at all. And that's the way to do it, man. Well or not at all. So for all the boss men and women out there, their watches are a must. They can elevate your look with a twist of the wrist, Made with surgical-grade stainless steel, durable silicon, and genuine Italian marble straps, these sleek modern watches come with traditional, automatic, and Japanese quartz movements. It's pretty awesome. All their sunglasses come polarized with 100% UV protection and so many styles to choose from. It's like, whoa, how cool do you want to look at all these crazy styles? The eye-catching and modern designs can go with any outfit or trend, perfect for a day in the office or a date night out. This is the perfect gift for yourself or someone you love. Or me, you know, you can send it over to me. I would appreciate that. And now you can finally look like a baller without having to spend like one. But you don't need to take my word for it. With over 30,000 five-star reviews, they have been named GQ's got-to brand for premium lifestyle accessories. Vincero offers you a shopping experience you can trust. And if you need to return or swap, no problem. Vincero's five-year guarantee and 365-day free return policy has you covered. That's right, free return policy. From quality you can feel to style you can't deny, Vincero Collective guarantees to up your game. 
They can only offer this big of a discount for a limited time. So don't wait. It'll be too late. Get 20% off with free shipping site-wide with the promo code FRATCHAT at VinceroCollective.com. Support our show and use promo code FRATCHAT at V-I-N-C-E-R-O Collective.com. I guarantee you that you will find something that fits your style. Shop Vincero today. You know what? Sometimes stereotypes exist because... Um, uh, sometimes stereotypes e- e- exist because they're based on like a smidgen of truth. And so when people hear Catholic priests, the first thing that comes to mind is molestation. At least for me. When I hear priest, <laughs> I think, uh-oh. I don't... I don't... What do you think of? When, when, when people mention Catholic priests, if you see a headline that says Catholic priests... Before you read the rest of the headline, you're going to think, oh, shit, they touched someone else. Well, yes. If it's a headline, of course, I want to think that. But if you say the words Catholic priest, and this just goes to show that, like, what a loser I am, I just immediately assume that you're going to make a joke. Like, all right, a priest, a rabbi, and uh, a bartender walk into a bar, you know, and I'm like, go on. Uh-huh. Yeah, as, soon, as soon as I see a headline about a priest, I know what's coming next. It's usually not the kid, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh poor Johnny. <laughs> That's so bad. It's just a boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, speaking of. Father Thomas. Just, yes. <laughs> speaking of just a boy, I want to take a second to apologize to the youngest of the Trump family, Baron Trump, for making fun of you a lot on the show. <laughs> <laughs> like a lot. <laughs> Despite you not being old enough to be like the others. You know, you're also just a boy. It's not to say that you won't, you know, turn to a giant cock bag like the rest of your siblings as you get older. And you're literally like seven feet two. So you could be literally the ginormous of the cock bags in the family if you did decide to go that route. But sometimes I do feel like we might have jumped the gun on you. That I'm sorry. Again, that's not to say that you're not a giant douche. It's just that there's not a lot of information out there about it for me to make that determination yet. And I kind of just judged you and what you know your dad is, which is a giant piece of shit. And uh, you know, like I know people whose dads are giant pieces of shit, and they're pretty cool. So I should give you that benefit of the doubt. But the verdict's still out. I'm not saying you're not a giant douchebag. You still could be. Well, <laughs> I'm glad that you apologized because Katie Rich was um, uh, one of the writers for SNL. And in 2020, I think. No, no, no. 2018. When did when did no 2016? When did um, Trump begin? 2016? Yeah, 20, 2016 is when he won the election. OK, because I think that right after he. Um, so like January 2017 is when he would have come into office. Well, I think that uh, she uh, tweeted some joke about him. I actually liked Katie Rich a lot. She was my coach in improv in Chicago. Yeah, and um, I think she's really funny. And, you know, she made a bad joke. You shouldn't joke about kids. Uh, But what she said was that um, 10-year-old at the time, 10-year-old Baron Trump could become 
the country's first quote unquote homeschool shooter. And then she had to go online and and say, I sincerely apologize for the insensitive tweet. I deeply regret my actions and offensive words. It was inexcusable. I'm so sorry. Um, Ooh, that was a a bad time for her. So that could have been you if you had not made this apology. Yeah, I know. And uh, by the way, I just Googled it. Baron Trump is 16 now and he's six foot seven. Really? Insane, dude. Like, what? Because well, Melania's 5'11 and Donald's 6'3. But, I mean, shit, he looks so much like his dad that there's no way he's anybody else's. But <laughs> You know, he his dad eats a lot of, like, hamburgers. And I'm sure that all the meat he's eating probably has a lot of growth hormones. Um, yeah. So I, I believe that kid probably grew up on McDonald's, you know? No, for sure. I can see it. <laughs> but actually, I don't know. Now that I look at him, he could be his dad's son. But he could also be, like, some like Ukrainian basketball player son. <laughs> yeah. Now that he's older, it's like, hmm. So he's a he does not look that much like him, but he's massive. Holy shit. That's okay, crazy. speaking of massive, <laughs> um, let's talk about Tom Brady and his father's love affair. Oh. <laughs> okay, so I ruffled some feathers when I made fun of. Tom Brady and his affection towards both his father and his son. Oh, and his coach too. Actually, any male in his life, he lip locks. I don't quite understand. So I guess people felt as (laughs) if I was dogging men showing affection. Yeah, no, that's not what you were doing. Dudes make it out of their dads, essentially. It just seems, uh, it just seems as if the the smooches linger, and it just, I, I guess, just an American culture just seems a little out of, um, just I don't want to say out of character, it just seems a little, uh, bizarre. Yeah, you can kiss your but, dad on the cheek, on the forehead, give my dad lots of kisses in his goddamn life, none on the lips. <laughs> you know, in in Europe, you got people kissing on either side of the face, and it's like yeah, no that's deal. totally cool, totally um, cool. So, you know, different families have their, I shouldn't dog, you know, listen, if you have a loving family, that's great. So I'm sorry if I was perpetuating toxic masculinity, which is what someone told me. Um, That's not my intention, but it it was him getting the massage and his son kissing him. That was fucking weird. I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, Simo is the poster child for toxic masculinity there with his apparently with his light mascara and his bad bun and his Santa Claus sweatshirt (laughs) I keep I keep adjusting my ponytail to make it more like like pebbles from um from Flintstones (laughs) yes again the example of toxic masculinity you guys Uh pebbles from the Flintstones (laughs) so Tom Brady if you're listening I'm sorry that you um went through so much turmoil this year. I'm sure that my comments didn't help, but I'm also sure that your multi-million dollar fortune is helping you recover from this massive breakup along with all the young vag in your face. Okay. Oh, absolutely. You know, he's, you know, he's showering in it. And when he's done playing, he's got a $300 million fucking, uh, uh, Fox, uh, sports commentating contract waiting for him. So yeah, he's cool. Correct. He's good. 
He's all right. <laughs> he can stop kissing his dad. <laughs> 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 all right. So up next, you guys. Uh, this one, I have to send a quick apology to uh, to Seema's mom, you guys, <laughs> for uh, constantly referencing a little story about her life of having to take an emergency poop in a McDonald's bag on the side of the road that fateful day of that family vacation so many years ago. I know you're definitely, desperately trying to forget that memory. And here I am making a big stink about it. No, wait, I'm sorry. Uh, I meant it's giving your reputation a brown eye. I mean, a black eye. I'm sorry. Oh, God, I'm doing it again. <laughs> but I'm also sorry for repeating the story just now. You know, in case you didn't know, Simo's mom had to take a shit. Uh, they were in a car, and their dad pulled over, and it's like, oh, my God, give me that bag! And she does shit in this McDonald's bag <laughs> to carry uh-huh. it <laughs> until the next trash can. Uh, sorry for repeating it there, you know, just filling our listeners. I love you. <laughs> I will, you know, my mom told me fairly recently, she said that Carl, you and Carlos talk about poop so much. And I brought the story, and I said, Mom, my, the whole foundation of my childhood revolves around shit, and that's your fault. One of my earliest memories is you taking a dump in a plastic bag on the side of the road and then tying that bag to Melissa's hand. She was like, I didn't tie the bag to her. (laughs) Well, that's not what our, that's not what our listeners think. Yeah. That's not what I told the courts. (laughs) Okay. Well, this next one that I'm going to talk about is actually really horrible. (laughs) (laughs) okay so first i want to just say first i just want to say rest in peace china i really enjoyed your work on this real life yes next i'm gonna say china and all of china's fans and family i'm sorry for talking very negatively about china's in gorged <laughs> clit that resembled a small penis. <laughs> that was insensitive. It was inappropriate. I actually I don't I don't really know said clit very well. There's a lot of hearsay and a lot of pictures that could have been uh it, it could have been doctored. Well she she did porn, so you can see it very quickly at the end of her <laughs> So I uh you know, I I don't want to body shame. My assumption is that maybe she she took some testosterone to get into the shape that she was in. I'm not sure. Maybe she maybe maybe she took some steroids. Did she start on gladiators? Was she a gladiator? She looked like she would nah, be. Nah, nah. But anyway, my assumption is that maybe something she she uh, some sort of enhancement or something that she she was taking maybe caused her. Uh, clit to grow. I don't know. I just don't think it, it was a normal, healthy clit. I think that's something. Something made her clit look like that. But it's not my place to say. It's not my clit. So I had no business talking about a dead woman's clit. And so I'm sorry, world. Oh no! But no. it was fucking huge. <laughs> and now, and now it's six feet under, and we can move on. Ah, uh, ah, uh, see, bro. <laughs> see, well, we can add this uh, 
back on the list for next year's apology tour. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and for me, back to pooping. <laughs> I'd like to uh, apologize to someone who is a friend of the show and a good friend, Mr. Moe's over there. And um, of course, I'm talking about the one and only Clay Aiken for taking oh. the information that Seema uh, provided that uh, he had to move from his upper west side condo because he clogged the toilet too much from his giant shits and ruined some piping and uh, running with it, saying things such as, you heard it here, folks, Clay Aiken broke pipes with his asshole and pondering if that's why he got number two on American Idol. <laughs> <laughs> and Slavery Apprentice. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> and, and every election. <laughs> we can't help he's, it, man. He's America's favorite number two. Yes. <laughs> number two of the year. We just can't help it, man. We love a good poop joke. Seamus Bob's here wondering why we love poop so much. We don't know. It's funny. So, sorry, Clay. You are my favorite number two ever. <laughs> Man. You know, I'm not sure if he had big dumps or what's happened. I just know that he, I think a neighbor sued him and he had to pay a lot of money <laughs> because of her pipes. And something about his pipes affected her pipes. So I'm not sure what he did with said pipes. But something was done, and <laughs> some money was paid. That's why you all don't I can say. That's why you don't drink in Taco Bell, Clay Aiken. <laughs> 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 Write that down. <laughs> Correct. Oh Lord. <laughs> okay, this one is long overdue for me. Uh, I mentioned it on the podcast this year, and I I do think that better late than never. But Miss Milborn, if you're still alive, you were my second grade teacher. And one time when you were asleep at your desk, which was like most days, I got on my hands and knees and I crawled underneath your desk and I tied your shoelaces together. At which point when you woke up, you stumbled, fell, and broke your hip. And that was my fault. And I'm sorry. At least I think she had a broken hip. She was out for a long time. Sima apologizes for the attempted murder. <laughs> I was a practical joker, and that particular joke wasn't funny. It actually hurt someone. And yeah, uh, <laughs> not just for I'm feelings. Very sorry for that. <laughs> Several broken bones. <laughs> I don't know for of... sure she broke her hip. I just know she's out for a while, and I was told that she broke her hip, but they might have just said that to make me feel bad. She might have just been embarrassed. She came back in a wheelchair. <laughs> um. Actually, I don't think she came back the, the, <laughs> in the year. She didn't, she didn't come, come back. back at all. She came she, back the next she, year and she was fine. She, yes, after after uh, weeks and weeks of therapy sessions, <laughs> physical and mental. <laughs> oh, God, you horrible child. Born, if you're not with us, rest in peace. And if you are with <laughs> us, I'm sure you're listening. And this is a heartfelt apology to you from me. Merry Christmas. <laughs> yes, Merry Christmas. Oh, God. And down to my last one. You guys, this one. I'm actually going to apologize on behalf of Simo over there. So I tried very hard not to comment on the situation. But <laughs> to be fair, it was kind of funny. And he just kept pushing it. So we'd like to apologize to Madonna. Why? Ladies and gentlemen. Because uh, 
of having a certain discussion about her face in which a certain someone <laughs> said that her face looked like she got stung by a million bees. <laughs> Wait, who am I? Who am I? Um, am I or aren't I gay? <laughs> Let me throw some panties. <laughs> uh, uh, I like the bad British let accent. Too. <laughs> Hello, let me snort some poppers. <laughs> I went to London for six months once. <laughs> no, I talk like this. <laughs> I was married to Guy Ritchie. Yes. And I and I and I got this accent. In the divorce. <laughs> Along with the chlamydia. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Madonna, if you're listening, I'm sorry, but you, you do need to lay off the fillers. <laughs> yeah, dude. Come on. Come on. I thought... You do. If, if, if there's a procedure to suck some of it out, I, I would encourage it. You got a lot mm-hmm. going on in there, girl. It's almost looking a little feline-esque. Yes. That is what it is. It's very cat-like. I feel like, especially because she was always very healthy. She did like yoga and shit, and she could put her yeah. legs behind her. Fucking, it's like I don't think you need all that to stay pretty. Like just like the basics, you know what I mean? She would have been fine, but I don't know. I don't know. Looking like Tiger King now. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I have one last one, and sometimes I think you know a lot of comedians are like, we can't talk about anything this day and age because everyone's getting canceled. No, you can talk about lots of things. Just have to yeah, be smart with it. Funny. And one yeah. thing is always safe to talk about are privileged people. People who uh, are products of nepotism mm-hmm. and uh, had too much um, money for their own good and are so uh, detached from normal people, like everyday average people. So if, if you are giving like cooking tips and you're encouraging people to go out to Whole Foods and spend $100 on an appetizer for, like, a dinner party, I think is a little out of touch with, like, the average American, if that yeah. makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, but here's the thing. We did an episode about um, worst people in history, like historical figures that were horrible. Like <laughs> yes. People- you yes. opened the show with Hitler, and that was a valid, um, that was a, a valid person to talk about. Yes, Hitler was really, really awful. He deserved to be on that list. I don't know if Gwyneth Paltrow deserved to be on that list, and I'm sorry for that. And Gwyneth, you're listening. I don't think you're the worst person in history. I just misunderstood the assignment. I just thought we were talking about people that we didn't like, and I don't like you. But I don't think that you're the worst person in the world. I just think that you're incredibly out of touch and uh, too privileged for your own good. And if you're passing on that thinking to your kids, I would equate that with child abuse. So I I think um, that you have some work to do, but I don't think that you're the worst person in, in history. Yeah, I think uh, she deserved to be... At least a few more notches below Hitler. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just a few more. 
you know, sometimes I don't always understand the assignment. And, yeah. I, and I'll take ownership for that. I'm sorry for not being prepared. Seema's sorry for not knowing how to read, you guys. It's just the dyslexia. Simo thought his sweater didn't say ho, ho, ho. He thought it said, oh, oh, oh. It was sexy Santa. <laughs> but you know. <laughs> That's what it says in the mirror. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of the mirror, I feel like after this episode, we'll now be able to look in the mirror again. Because I feel like my soul has been cleansed, you guys. I feel good. I feel better. I feel like now, tonight, at midnight, when I open my presents, I'm not going to get coal anymore. Uh, I'm gonna magically get some good stuff. So I think we did our job, you guys. So let us you know. You feel a lot better though if you if you have a sit down with Father Thomas. <laughs> yes. And ask for forgiveness. Absolutely. Uh, and if you like... can unhinge your jaw like China used to, <laughs> exactly, you will be forgiven. <laughs> exactly. At least a Catholic church have comfortable pews to get on their knees on. You know what I mean? They have those cushions. Yeah. <laughs> Which might explain. You know what though? You know what though? If you fart in church, you sit in your own pew. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, note, let us know what you thought of our apology list. Were we sincere enough? Did you like our list? Let us know on all social channels at Frat Chat Podcast. That's on Facebook. That's on Instagram. That's on Twitter. And follow our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash at Frat Chat Podcast. And make sure you follow us as well. You can follow me at Carlos Does the World on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok. Uh, you can follow my YouTube page at youtube.com slash at Carlos Does the World. And follow me on Twitter at Carlos Does World. And last but not least, follow my good buddy Simo over there at chris.more.comedy on Instagram and TikTok at Comedy on Twitter. Oh, yeah. On that note, Mr. Mo, it's Christmas time. Still want you to get us out of here. And on to the next season. I'd like to motion to adjourn this meeting because I need to go celebrate the new year. And I second. All right, happy holidays, guys. bitches. Yeah, happy holidays. We uh, Stay tuned for the next edition of the Franchise Podcast, which, again, will be a best of for all of season four. So tell your family, tell your friends to listen to that for some greatest of the greatest clips of the year. And we'll be back very shortly in 2023 with our epic new season. And remember, check out our YouTube channel for Frat Chat Uncircumcised. Oh, yeah. We'll be back. See you. Bye.